News. Joe Biden to host call with NATO allies as invasion fears grow. U.S. President to host transatlantic call on Friday as Western leaders gather in Munich amid renewed claims of shelling in eastern Ukraine. Ukraine's commander of the Joint Forces. Lieutenant General Alexander Pavlyuk also released a statement overnight claiming Russian battle troops have increased provocative actions ahead of the Munich Security Conference in a bid to provoke Ukraine's armed forces to fire. Pavlyuk addressed reports from Tramatorsk in, Ukra- in eastern Ukraine. The Ukrainian Ministry of Defense published a report from his speech below. The Russian Federation is trying to hide another crime against the defenders of Ukraine and the civilian population behind an information campaign. Russia is spreading fake news about the alleged shelling of the kindergarten by the United Forces. Referring to the multiple shelling incidents reported earlier by the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe, Pavlyuk said, All this was done to provoke the armed forces to retaliate and accuse them of genocide. Instead, our armed forces abide in the minced agreements and respond only after all means of ceasefire through the OSCE and the SCCC have been exhausted when the lives of servicemen are threatened. Ukraine says 60 ceasefire violations recorded over past 24 hours. Ukraine's Ministry of Defense says that it has recorded 60 ceasefire violations by separatists in the Donbass region over the past 24 hours, with one soldier injured, according to its Ministry of Defense. A recent update published on the ministry's website reads, The Russian occupation forces continue to ignore the agreements reached on July 22, 2020 in the tripartite contact group. During the past 24 hours, on February 17th, the armed forces of the Russian Federation recorded 60 violations of the ceasefire, 43 of which using weapons prohibited by the Minsk agreements on Thursday morning. Russian-backed separatists launched an intense artillery barrage across the line of control with Ukrainian forces, shelling a nursery school and injuring three people in what Western leaders said was a false flag operation. Infantry units withdraw from Crimea, Russia claims, 
Russia's defense ministry claims to have withdrawn several infantry units from Crimea. The, tr- the tanks are said to have returned to their bases in the regions of Dagestan and Kach- and Chechnya after completing drills in Crimea. In recent days, Russia has claimed to have withdrawn troops from Ukraine's borders, even broadcasting videos of retreating infantry. However, Western leaders have cast doubt on these assertions. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken reiterated that there was no evidence it was pulling out any troops. Telling a recent UN Security Council meeting that he believes Russia is separating an invasion in coming days. The Interfax news agency cited a statement from Russia's defense ministry. Transportation of tanks and armored tracked vehicles is carried out by the rail over a distance of about 1,000 kilometers. Separately, Interfax cited the ministry as saying that train loaded with tanks has departed an undisclosed location to deliver them back their base in the Ninzi Novogorod province. Global leaders are travelling to the southern Germany city to hold talks on the crisis in Ukraine. In attendance, there will be US Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Vice President Kamala Harris, along with the German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, the UK Foreign Secretary Liz Truss, and Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky. UN Chief Antonio Guterres, EU Commission Head Ursula von der Leyen and NATO Chief Jens Stoltenberg will also be there. The foreign ministers of the group of seven G7 nations are said to speak at length over the four-day conference discussing efforts to get Russia to de-escalate and ways to strengthen European security. Russia risking peace with Cold War demands. Germany, um, FM says, Germany's Foreign Minister Annalena Baerbock has released a statement ahead of the Munich security conference that begins today. She criticizes Russia for its Cold War demands and for declining to attend the meeting. Barbuck said in statement, with an unprecedented deployment of troops in the border with Ukraine and Cold War demands, Russia is challenging fundamental principles of the European peace order. I'm traveling to Munich today to discuss how we can still counter the logic of threats of violence and military escalation with the logic of dialogue. 
It is a loss that Russia is not taking advantage of this opportunity. Moscow needs to show serious steps towards de-escalation, she added. Russia justifies exclusion of deputy U.S. ambassador to Moscow. Russia has offered an explanation as to why it expelled deputy U.S. ambassador to Moscow, Bartol Gorman, earlier this week. The decision was made in response to the expulsion of the minister-counselor of the Russian embassy in Washington. The Russian foreign ministry said in a statement, spokesperson Maria Zakharova said, the American diplomat was indeed ordered to leave Russia but strictly in response to the unreasonable expulsion of the minister-counselor of our embassy in Washington, despite his status as a leading official. Moreover, the State Department defiantly ignored our appeal with a request to extend his stay at least until the arrival of the replacement. As a result, he was forced to leave without a replacement, which aggravated the already critical shortage of personnel in the Russian Diplomatic Commission, formed as a result of the visa war unleashed by the Americans. At the time, the US Embassy called the expulsion an exculpatory step, but Zakharova claimed that it was the American side that initiated the next exchange of expulsion in September 2021, demanding the departure of 55 Russian diplomats and administrative and technical employees. JCM Gorman was the second most senior official in the US Embassy in Moscow. Valieva, Russian skater, fails to win skating. It's far too much for me to try. Judge rules Donald Trump must testify in New York investigation. A judge has ruled that Donald Trump and two of his children must testify in a New York investigation. Former U.S. President Donald Trump and two of his children must answer questions on oath in a New York investigation into their business practices. A judge has ruled. New York's Attorney General has accused the Trump Organization of obtaining tax breaks and loans through fraudulent, misleading asset valuations. Mr. Trump must sit down for sworn testimony within 21 days. denies the accusations and is expected to appeal the decision.
he could also invoke his right to remain silent in any deposition. The Trump Organization said in a statement to BBC, the entire system is corrupt. On Thursday, New York Supreme Court Judge Arthur Inquiry said that Mr. Trump, his son Donald Trump Jr., 44, and daughter Ivanka Trump, 40, must each comply with legal orders that prosecutors issued in December. New York Attorney General Letitia James's investigation had uncovered copious evidence of possible financial fraud. The judge said, giving her a clear right to question under oath the former president and his two children involved the business. Trump involved in the business. Trump accounts say financial reports are unreliable. Mr. Trump, 75, has called the investigation politically motivated and a witch hunt by Ms. James, a Democrat. UK man becomes the world's richest for seven minutes, leaves Elon Musk far behind. Max Fosh, a YouTuber, became the world's richest for all seven minutes long, with a net worth nearly twice that of Tesla founder Elon Musk. A UK man became the world's richest for all seven long minutes. With a net worth nearly twice that of Tesla founder Elon Musk. Max Fosh, a YouTuber with over 6 lakh followers, made a full video detailing how he did it and shared it on his channel with a descriptor. Come at me, Elon. If I created and registered a company with 10 billion shares with about unlimited money, limited and sold one share for £50 as an investment opportunity, I would legally value my company at £500 billion. Technically, he says in the video, that has amassed over 5.75 lakh views so far. That would make me the richest man in the world. Absolutely disseminating my nearest rival, Elon Musk, he adds. But there's a catch. He could be accused of fraudulent activities. That is not good. He sighs. In the eight and a half minute long video, he creates a company from the scratch. Unlimited money, limited. He is quite forthcoming in the registration process as he lists making money 
under the header, what will the company be doing? Amazed by the speed and prompt, he shares the certificate of incorporation of a private limited company who made his unlimited money limited, an official company. Now it is time to look the part of the world's richest man. He tries to fish out one of the suits he owns from the laundry basket. He then heads to the financial district with a table, a chair and a bedsheet to cover the table, looking dapper in his suit and tie and glasses. Then begins his pitch. He tries stopping passers-by, attempting to lure them with an investment opportunity. Even in his attempts, he is ethical as he warns prospective investors it is not financially a very safe investment. Many moves later, he finds luck as a woman finally agrees to buy a share for £50. It is now time to head to the valuation advisor with the paperwork. The next day, he ships the documents to decide his fate. Two weeks later, he hears back from the valuation advisor. Given the range of information provided to us, the market cap of unlimited money limited has been assessed at five hundred billion pounds. He excitedly reads from the advisor's letter to him. What is euphoria? <gasps> it's just Lived. <gasps> Since the company has no revenue and therefore nothing to back up his valuation, he was technically accused of fraud. He announces in disbelief. Now he finds himself faced with a Herculean task of finding that one woman has brought a share for him to dissolve the company suggested by the valuation advisor but he found her email on the paperwork and reaches out finally with her permission he dissolves the meeting the video has 49,000 likes and zero dislikes with nearly 1,400 comments I feel this might have broken the record for losing the most amount of money in the shortest period of time, a user wrote. At this point, Max has rubbed shoulders with the elite, joined the most exclusive clubs and events, and become the world's richest man. I feel like he's literally completing every Skyrim quest IRL. Next, he'll become royalty or president, equi equipped another. Lincoln, I'm here today not to start a war, but to prevent one. 
Secretary of State Antony Blinken addresses the United Nations, laying out Russia's possible plan as the Ukraine border crisis intensifies. Madrid's president accuses his own party leader of cruel smear campaign. The regional president of Madrid has accused the leadership of her own conservative people's party, PP, of waging a cruel and unfair campaign to destroy her with false corruption allegations. <coughs> Amid reports, the party tried to hire private detectives to investigate her family. Isabel Diaz Ayuso is who often tooted as a figure PP leader spoke out after media reports suggested that during the first wave of the COVID pandemic her administration gave 1.5 million euros contract for face masks to a company linked to her brother for which she, he received a commission. The report also alleged that an official in Madrid City Hall, which is also run by the PP, contacted a firm of private detectives with a view to getting them to investigate Ayuso and her family. Relations between Ayuso and the PP's leader, Pablo Casado, have been fraught over recent months. Ayuso has bolstered her national and international profile since winning an emphatic victory in last year's Madrid regional election. Casado has faced questions over his leadership strategies, not least the party's recent Pyrrhic victory in last week's Castilla y Leon regional election. On Thursday morning, the PP Mayor of Madrid, Jose Luis Martinez Almeida, said he had looked into reports that his administration had sought to hire a detective firm to spy on Ayuso and her family and said he had found no evidence of such an arrangement. A little later, Ayuso went on the offensive. Even though the political life is full of heartaches, I could never have imagined that the national leadership of my party would act against me in such a cruel and fair way, she said in a televised address. There's nothing more serious than accusing someone in your own house and who has responsibility to govern of corruption. Ayuso said the PP leaders had spent months putting together a dossier on her hand and her family in an attempt to associate with them with corruption when all the party had to do was look at publicly available documents relating to the contract. The fact that they were preparing a file means that they weren't searching for 
any truth. They were trying to smear me personally and politically, she said. Ayuso not deny, did not deny that the face mask contract had been awarded to a company linked to her brother. But she insisted the process had been le- completely legal. I asked my brother and he confirmed that he had a business relationship with the company and that it was all completely legal and that everything had been declared to the tax authorities, she said. She also challenged Casado in his circle to provide any proof whatsoever of wrongdoing and pointed to her own electoral success. I'd like to know how many votes those who have spent months attacking me one for the PP, she said. It's very hurtful that the leaders of your party are not the ones who support you, but the ones who want to destroy you. The PP's general secretary, Teodoro Garcia Egia, he's back at a year or so later that on Thursday saying that it had only sought her cooperation in examining the allegations and adding to an investigation that an investigation had been launched. Since we received information about these alleged irregularities over the summer and asked Isabel Diaz Ayuso about their veracity, all we've got from that direction instead a clear answer is a massive campaign of attacks, packs of lies, and slanders than the ones we've had today, he said. A furious scale of the PP in fighting has not gone unremarked. The satirical news site El Mundo today tweeted Joe Biden to send troops to Genova. The PP quarters following the escalation of violence within the party. As 2022 begins, there's a New Year resolution we'd like you to consider. <laughs> Not just for memes. What Putin's comically long table tells us about Russia's inner workings. Russian President Vladimir Putin has put himself at the centre of world politics, only to be upstaged by a table. As his country massed troops on Ukraine's borders, Putin was pictured sitting at one end of a very long white table. During crisis meetings with French President Emmanuel Macron and later German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, who were placed at the other end, the striking images of the white and glistening 20 feet 
mon table generated mockery and memes, proving that no matter how serious the subject, social media users will find something to poke fun at. One jokester depicted the table as a seesaw, another showed the leaders playing table hockey, and a third put a red megaphone into Macron's hand. Other users pasted Leonardo da Vinci's Last Supper painting and also the Mad Hatter's Tea Party from Alice in Wonderland into the background.